This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Super investors love Meta Platform stock. Is it a potential opportunity? We'll perform an META stock analysis like Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time. We'll reverse engineer his decision-making process to look at the most telling company numbers before we estimate not one but two fair values for Meta stock. Then you're going to want to watch till the end when we give our rating. So is Meta Platforms a potential opportunity? Right now, they trade for $312.55 per share. Year-to-date, they're crushing the market. Meta's one of the top performing stocks in the market. They're in the Magnificent 7, which is driving the S&P 500 up. Even after dropping to just $90 a share in November of 2022, Meta is still up 17.5% in the last five years. In the last decade, they're even better than this. Meta's compounding at 21% annually. When we go back 11 years to when Meta was listed, they've compounded at 26% annually. They crushed the market over this time. Even at their lows, Meta was still performing at about the market average. Super investors love Meta stock. When we look at Dataroma in the grand super investor portfolio, Meta's the fourth biggest position, making up 1.95% of that portfolio. 22 different super investors own Meta. Leading the charge are Rob Vanal, Pat Dorsey, and Chase Coleman. Over 20% of their money that show on their 13Fs are invested into Meta. Other big names also have big positions in Meta. Chris Davis, David Tepper, and Terry Smith all have big Meta holdings. Right now, Meta trades $18 below their 52-week high. The company's up more than three times from its 52-week lows. That's insane. Even with that recovery, there's not a lot of short interest in the business. How big is Meta? They're one of the largest companies in the world. They have an $808 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Meta stock? Meta is the world's largest online social network with 3.8 billion family of apps monthly active users. Users engage with each other in different ways, exchanging messages and sharing news, events, photos, and videos. The firm's ecosystem consists mainly of the Facebook app, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, and many features surrounding these products. Users can access Facebook on mobile devices and desktops. Advertising revenue represents more than 90% of the firm's total revenue, with more than 45% coming from the United States and Canada, and over 20% from Europe. The Reality Lab segment provides augmented and virtual reality products. Meta was formerly Facebook. It changed its name in October of 2021. It was founded by Mark Zuckerberg and is headquartered in Menlo Park, California. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want Meta's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A normal business earns 7% returns on capital. 
We can look for a benchmark that's double this to build in margin of safety based on Meta's overall business quality. Meta's returns have gone up and down over this time, still they've been above 20% in each and every year. They earned 29% returns in 2018, these are down to 22% last year. Still, when we average these out, Meta earns 27% average returns in a given year. That's nearly four times better than a normal business. This is a huge check on metric number one. Metric two, we want sales, earnings, and free cash flow growth. This metric's all or nothing, all three need to be up. From 2018 until today, Meta has more than doubled their revenues. Their earnings are barely up, just up 2%. Meta's also grown their free cash flows. These are up by 56% today. All three of these are technically up. This is what we're looking for. It's a check on metric number two. Metric number three will look at Meta from the view of a shareholder. We want earnings per share growth. We learn their earnings have grown by just 2%. At the same time, Meta's bought back 10% of their shares. This increases ownership for existing shareholders without them having to spend a dime. It's interesting how these share buybacks have taken place. Meta pays out a lot in stock-based compensation. They issue these shares to employees as incentives. Then they buy back a lot of shares to offset this dilution. They've reduced their share count, so they've even bought back more. Still, it's a major talent expense for Meta. The company wasn't also buying back these shares at the best time. They lowered their buybacks by a lot, even when the company was down around 90 bucks a share. If they believed in the long-term value of the business, they would have been aggressively repurchasing shares. They burned a lot of money buying back shares above $300 just the year before. So there are questions around Meta's capital allocation, especially when it comes to these buybacks and their share-based compensation. With those aside, it's still a check on metric number three. Metric number four, we want free cash flow per share growth. This is a similar story for Meta. They've grown their free cash flows by 56% and past their share-based compensation, they bought back 10% of their shares. Their free cash flows per share are up from where they were at in 2018. It's another check on metric number four. Meta is perfect so far. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go broke. Metric number five, we want Meta's net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Meta has negative net debt in all five of these years. This means they have cash left over after paying off their debts. They've spent a lot of their cash over this time, notably for buybacks that at least in the short run destroyed value for shareholders. They've also spent a lot on Reality Labs, which is nowhere near profitability. Meta ended last year with $13.5 billion in cash. Today, they've increased this. Right now, they have $16.5 billion in cash. Meta's advertising platform is a money printing machine. They've earned $118 billion of free cash flow in their last five years alone. That is insane compared to most businesses. This is a massive check on metric number five. Meta's money looks like it's in great shape. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Meta have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Meta's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. This is the first of two ways we'll estimate their fair values using their free cash flows. Enterprise value looks at Meta like a private company. It adds both their net debt and their market cap together. Right now, Meta has a $791.5 billion enterprise value. They're one of the biggest companies in the world. We learned in their last five years, they earned $118 billion in free cash flow. This means they earned $23.6 billion in an average year. 
when we divide that by their enterprise value, we get around a 3% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Currently, Meta produced $24 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it gives us a 3.1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. These both are below the 10-year treasury and the risk premium we want. Meta is up a ton since its lows in November of 2022. The company's enterprise value is up more than three and a half times. If you're buying Meta at those prices, you are buying at over a 10% free cash flow yield for potentially a wonderful business that's advertising unit is a money printing machine. Still, these yields don't look that attractive today. Coming in on metric number six, this is our first and only X of the day for Meta. Don't just throw the business out. Watch to see what their fair value per share is before you stick around for our rating. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Meta. This takes us to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is like any model in any field, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. Free cash flows can be lumpy year to year. This is why we'll use an average for Meta's free cash flows, then take assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for Meta. They've been a somewhat predictable business in their past, but that's no guarantee. If we assume they grow their average free cash flows at 13.5% in each of the next 10 years, then in the following decade, we'll assume that this growth rate is cut in half and these grow at just under 7%. Let's add in Meta's tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. This could be below their actual net worth based on how the accounting is done for share buybacks. That's something to keep in mind. If we want a market beating 15% rate of return like Warren Buffett, at today's valuations, an estimate of Meta's fair value per share is around $192. That's down $120 from their current stock price. Still, it's more than double their 52-week lows. Keep in mind, today Meta trades above where it historically has in the past. Meta's trading at 38.5 times price-to-owner earnings. Historically, they trade around 31 times. But just in November of 2022, they dropped all the way to 9 times owner earnings. That might have been a crazy price for a business of this quality, hence why a lot of super investors have loaded up on Meta. Keep in mind that most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before you make any investment decision. Warren Buffett cares about a company's numbers, but the qualities of a business are even more important to him. Let's learn what these qualities are for Meta. We'll start with the long thesis. Number one, with more users and usage time than any other social network, Meta provides the largest audience and the most valuable data for social network online advertising. Number two, Meta's ad revenue per user is growing, demonstrating the value that advertisers see in working with the firm. Number three, the application of AI technology to Meta's various offerings, along with the launch of VR products, will likely increase user engagement, driving further growth in advertising revenue. But it wouldn't be fair if we didn't cover the negatives of Meta as well. Let's look at a short thesis. Number one, Meta is currently a one-trick pony and will be severely affected if there's an advertising downturn or if more advertising dollars shift to other competitors like Google or Snapchat. Number two, despite rapid user growth, many of Meta's customers may also belong to other social networks such as Snapchat or TikTok, so the firm will continually have to fight to capture a user's time and engagement with its properties. Number three, regulations could emerge that limit the application and collection of user and usage data or restrict acquisitions affecting data utilization and growth. Now let's combine these qualities with their numbers as we give Meta a rating. 
Love it or hate it, so far in our analysis of Meta Platform, stock ticker META, we've seen super investors are interested in this business because it has a lot of the signs of being a wonderful company. They've earned very high returns on capital. With all the press and drama about their slowing growth, Meta has still grown in the last five years. Even after a lot of stock-based compensation, Meta still bought back 10% of their shares. They've grown on a per-share basis. Meta has a big cash cushion of $16.5 billion. They generate a ton of free cash flow. The only knock to the business came when we looked at their free cash flow yields. These don't look attractive compared to the 10-year treasury. Still, at Meta's lows, these were potentially very attractive. But questions around capital allocation remain at Meta. Much was made about their spending capex. A lot of that actually fueled their AI growth. Not quite as much going into Reality Labs as most people thought. Still, when we performed a discounted cash flow analysis, at today's valuations, based on those assumptions, if you want a market beating 15% rate of return like Warren Buffett, it looks like an estimate for Meta's fair value per share is around $192. Double their 52-week lows, but still down a lot from their current stock price, Meta last traded at those levels in March of 2023. When we add their numbers and their qualities together, Meta looks like a great business for more research. If you enjoyed this META stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, and watch this next video.